Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Now, China's stock market is sinking to the bottom of the global ranking in the first week of 2024 trading. From its peak in 2021, the CSI 300 index has lost about 42%, comparable to the drawdown during the burst of the stock bubble in 2015. Now, the decline reflects a real estate debt crisis, eroding consumer confidence, and China's slowing economy. Now, the country's stocks are among the world's cheapest relative to their profits. So is now the time to buy Chinese stocks or does the weakness in Chinese markets set the tone for the performance of Chinese stocks for the rest of the year? Well, joining us today to tell us more is Danish Lim, who is investment analyst at Philip Nova. Danish, welcome back to the show. Hello, great to be back here. Great to have you back on. Danish, you know, Hong Kong stocks, they are tumbling, compounding the local market's worst start to a year since 2005, while Chinese tech stocks, they've hit a 13-month low as traders, you know, they're bracing for more reports signaling a slowdown in the Chinese economy. And meanwhile, mainland's Shanghai Composite Index, that fell to the lowest level since October 2022. So how have the Hang Seng and mainland Chinese stocks fared since the start of the new year? What's driving these indexes lower? I think we've been off to quite a rough start. Mm. Since the start of 2024, the CSI 300 actually saw a five-day losing streak, while the Hang Seng actually saw six straight losing sessions, and it hasn't even seen a positive session yet this year. I would attribute this slump mainly due to very poor investor sentiment towards Chinese equities. People are still very bearish about the issues you've mentioned, like China's economic recovery, the property sector downturn, as well as the deflation risk in the economy. And it really seems like every day we are seeing more and more negative headlines about China. Yeah. Manufacturing deadline, I mean manufacturing data recently came in lower than expected. Trade tensions with Europe is getting worse, especially regarding liquor products. And just last Friday, we also had the bankruptcy of a bank called Zongzi Enterprise. And it's one of the largest ever bankruptcies in China, uh, highlighting the financial risk of investing in China and ultimately adding more stress and making investor sentiment more and more bearish. Hmm. I see, I see. And it looks like the weakness in tech stocks has been, you know, dragging down a broad Asian index as well. Why the current sell-off in tech stocks? Is this a matter of concern? I would say that this is quite a concern, mainly because it means that the market slump of 2023 only got worse, hmm. even though we are already more than one week into 2024. Risk of sentiment, regulatory risk, and geopolitical risk are probably the key factors driving these tech shares lower. Just last week, we had ASML cancelling their shipments of cheap manufacturing equipment to China at the request of the Biden administration. And we also saw uh, some very harsh gaming regulations at the end of December last year that resulted in a rout in internet stocks like Tencent and Bilibili. And I think this probably made investors uh, recall our uh, thing back to the tech sector crackdowns way back in 2021 when authorities, they very abruptly imposed curbs on many tech companies, including Alibaba. Mm. And overall, I think some investors today, they are still probably traumatized by the tech crackdowns of 2021. And the recent gaming curbs may have actually accelerated this mm. tech sales as mm. people are more afraid of more unexpected curbs. 
Right, right. In fact, you know, the Hang Seng Index's struggle in the opening days of the new year, that has defied some bullish views by some investors after the market stabilized in December to stem four successive months of losses. So has the recent pullback in the first week of the year, you know, dented sentiment? How are traders, you know, viewing Chinese stocks now? Are there still bulls of Chinese stocks? Do they remain hopeful? A reversal can still come across for Chinese stocks? So uh, for Chinese stocks, I think investors, uh, quite surprisingly, according to a recent Bloomberg survey I saw, actually around 31% mm. of the survey respondents say that they will increase their Chinese investments over the next 12 months. Then this compares to about 19% in a similar survey in August last year. So investors, they do seem like they're becoming more bullish. And I think the biggest reason for this is because these Chinese stocks, they are looking relatively cheap right now. Mm, Okay, I see. Well, despite more signs of support for the economy, why does it look like equity investors still do not appear, you know, convinced by what the government has laid out? What more needs to be done that could turn around the market? I think despite all the support from the government so far, Investors are probably still looking for something bigger. They remain unconvinced that the support measures so far will actually be able to change the bigger picture because of structural issues that are unlikely to go away anytime soon, such Mm -hmm. as geopolitics, the property downturn, and deflation risk. And it really seems like the support measures so far, they have only been able to address the symptoms, but not the disease itself, which is the underlying fundamental issues with the Chinese economy. And there were reports yesterday that the Central Bank of China is looking to lower the reserve ratio or the amount of money that banks are required to set aside as reserves. But I think other than cutting the reserve ratio, the PBOC should definitely look to also cut the medium-term interest rates as well as the loan prime rates over the next two weeks. And more importantly, I believe policymakers should start looking at ways to encourage people to become net spenders instead of net savers, Mm -hmm. which will benefit the economy in the long run. Okay, well, you know, it's a different story for bond markets. In contrast, China's bond market, they have, you know, extended its rally, sending the yield on 10-year notes to 2.5%, which is the lowest since April 2020. And at about 8%, the earnings yields of the CSI benchmark is 5.7 percentage points above the 10-year yield. And since 2005, the gap between bonds and stocks has really been this big. So why is there such a big gap? at the moment between bonds and stocks? Should investors then bet on bonds instead of stocks? Yes, that's a very good data point that you brought up. And I believe this yield gap you mentioned, Mm. it came about because investors are expecting the PBOC to start cutting interest rates as early as this month. Mm -hmm. And this is actually reflected in the drop in the 10-year yield. Uh, This has been very beneficial for Chinese bonds mainly because of the inverse relationship between interest rates and bond prices, Mm. where bond prices will increase whenever yields start to drop. And personally, in terms of risk-reward, I do think that Chinese bonds look more attractive, given that there's a lot less uncertainty regarding the bond market. Rate cuts by the PBOC are very likely to happen. The very pressing need for authorities to start stimulating the economy. But I don't think this means that stocks will be completely unprofitable. There will definitely be pockets of growth opportunities in specific sectors of the market, such as EV battery makers, 
or dividend paying stocks. Mm-hmm. I want to take a moment and take a look at some of the opportunities that might arise from China's stock market. Well, you know, Danish Chinese stocks, they've peaked in early 2021 and have since slumped about 60% to be languishing in a so-called bear market, according to the MSCI China Index. And for some market watchers, they say that a slump of almost 60% is a signal to buy Chinese stocks. So, are Chinese stocks considered cheap at the moment and is now the time to buy Chinese stocks? So if you look at things purely from a valuation perspective, mm-hmm. Chinese stocks do look cheap. The CSI 300 is currently trading at a PE ratio that is at a discount of about 21% mm. to their five-year average. But again, there really hasn't been any major catalyst that will re-attract investors to the Chinese stock market. Okay. Valuations are cheap. But we have to remember that sometimes stocks and companies, they are cheap for a reason. Mm. And as you've seen for you know, a majority of 2023, cheap valuations alone haven't really been a strong enough reason for investors to ignore some of the fundamentals and then start buying Chinese stocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so given how Chinese markets have fared so far, what's your outlook on Chinese markets now? So from my perspective, I believe the upcoming batch of data this month will be very unlikely. It's very unlikely that they will change the current narrative of the Chinese stock markets. However, I do believe that we should continue to see Chinese bond yields going lower Mm. as long as the PBOC cuts interest rates at least over the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that these rate cuts will be a huge game changer for the stock market because given what we have seen so far, it does seem like investors have placed a very high bar for investing in China. Mm -hmm. They want to see stronger evidence of improving fundamentals as well as bigger policy support before they actually start allocating and moving their money into China. Mm -hmm. But as I've mentioned, there should be tactical opportunities and I expect companies that provide high dividend payouts to outperform as long as market sentiment remains risk-off and the macro backdrop remains a question mark. Okay, so then, you know, should investors be looking at other markets instead of China? Is China a lost hope? So I think a uh, lost hope isn't really the right word to describe China. <laughs> okay, um, what, what but, is the right word? But there are definitely other markets that they look better, at least from a risk-reward perspective. Mm-hmm. For example, not many people are aware that Latin America stocks which consists of countries like Brazil and Mexico, mm-hmm. they were actually the top-performing regional market last year. They even outperformed the Japanese market and the US market. Mm. And the key reason for their outperformance is because the central banks in Latin America, such as Brazil and Mexico, they are actually ahead of the curve mm-hmm. when it comes to cutting interest rates. Okay. Uh, Brazil, for example, started hiking interest rates as early as March 2021, and they've since begun cutting interest rates since August last year. Mm, okay, so before we let you go here, Danish, what else should we be looking out for in the next couple of weeks that could, you know, move Chinese markets? So in the short term, there are important economic data to keep watch, right. such as the inflation data this mm-hmm. Friday, as well as whether the central bank will cut interest rates over the next two weeks. However, the probably the most important event to monitor will be the National People's Congress or the NPC annual parliamentary meeting on the 5th of March. And if you remember, last year, 
This was where the government actually announced GDP growth target of about 5%. And at that point in time, this GDP growth target of 5% actually disappointed the stock market. Mm. And it was really what kind of kick-started the stock market slump of 2023. So it will be very important for investors to keep an eye on this meeting on the 5th of March, uh, because at the end of the day, China is a policy-driven market rather than an economically-driven one. Okay, we'll take a look out for those events. Well, thank you so much, Danish, for your time and your insights today. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Danish Lim. He is the investment analyst at Philip Nova. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.